Welcome back, true crime fans. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo, back again for another episode of True Crime Tuesday. So we've talked about scandals and crimes involving regular people, celebrities, famous athletes, but we haven't touched on a particular group of people, musicians. Because the music world is not without their own fair share of crime stories. So this week we dig into the dark underbelly of the Norwegian black metal movement and the deaths of several members of the band Mayhem, a group deeply fascinated with death and the macabre. In True Crime Tuesday episode number 91, The Mayhem Murder. The black metal band Mayhem was formed in 1984 in Langhus, Norway, by guitarist Austin Arseth, known as Destructor and later Euronymous, bassist Jorn Stubberud, aka Necrobutcher, and drummer Katil Mannheim. For the ease of following our story, we'll use the band members' stage names. So the band adopted their name from the Venom song, Mayhem with Mercy, and were influenced by early metal acts like Black Sabbath, Motorhead, Slayer, Bathory, Creator, and Parabellum. And the band underwent several lineup changes in its early history, and by the late 1980s, early 90s, they had replaced their original vocalist with Swedish frontman Pelle Ingve Olin, aka Dead and drummer Jan Axel Blomberg, who they called Hellhammer. It was this revised lineup that began to gain people's attention. Dead would go to extreme lengths for his live shows, wearing black and white corpse paint on stage, as he called it. But not like Kiss or Alice Cooper, for simple shock value. It was Dead's goal to appear as though if he were an actual corpse. He would also bury his clothes in the ground for several days, digging them up to wear the night of the show. Even one of the band's former members is quoted as saying, Dead didn't see himself as human. He saw himself as a creature from another world. He said he had many visions that his blood was frozen in his veins, that he was dead, that this is the reason he took that name, because he knew he would die. During the shows themselves, Dead would often cut himself with knives and broken glass, Meanwhile, the stage around him was adorned with pig and sheep's heads impaled on large spikes. In 1990, the band moved to an old house in the woods outside of Oslo, Norway, to rehearse and write music for their second album. And it wasn't long before Dead and Euronymous got on each other's nerves during the songwriting process, and the relationship became strained. On one occasion, Dead even left the house to sleep in the woods because he hated the music Euronymous was playing. Another account claims Dead once stabbed Euronymous with a knife. Yet another claims after one of their arguments, Euronymous went outside and started shooting a shotgun into the air. The band's bass player, Necro Butcher, says they weren't really friends at the end. And the strain between the bandmates reached a fever pitch, when on April 8, 1991, Dead committed suicide in the house where the band was renting. Euronymous would later find Dead's body with slit wrists and a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Nearby laid the suicide note, saying, Excuse the blood. Nobody will ever understand this. But as a sort of explanation, I am not human. This is only a dream, and soon I will awake. At the end of the note were the lyrics to the band's song, Life Eternal. Instead of calling the police, Euronymous went to a nearby store and purchased a disposable camera. After returning... He rearranged items at the crime scene and took photos of Dead's corpse, 
which later was used as the controversial cover artwork to the band's 1995 bootleg album, The Dawn of the Black Hearts. But not every remaining member of the band was impressed. Bass player Necro Butcher claimed, Euronymous called me the next day and says, Dead has done something really cool. He killed himself. I thought, have you lost it? What do you mean cool? He says, relax, I have photos of everything. I was in shock and grief. He was just thinking of how to exploit it. So I told him, don't even effing call me before you destroy those photos. And exploited, he did. Euronymous used dead suicide to further the band's evil image. Soon, rumors began to spread that Euronymous claimed that Dead had killed himself because black metal had, quote, become trendy and commercialized. There were other claims that Euronymous made a necklace using bits of bone and skull from Dead Suicide, which were later confirmed to be true. After Dead Suicide and Euronymous's unforgivable actions that followed, Necro Butcher quit the band. And with only a few members left, including Euronymous, the band reformed and released the album Live in Leipzig as a tribute to their fallen friend and former bandmate. Now, by 1992, the band had recruited several new members, including Varg Vikarnas, a.k.a. Count Grishnok, bass player Snor Ruck, a.k.a. Blackthorn, and singer Attila Zahar, and began working on a new record. As part of the album's release, Euronymous and Count Grishnok were planning to blow up the Nadaros Cathedral, which appeared on the album's cover. But the plans never came to fruition, because on August 10, 1993, Count Grishnok killed Euronymous. According to reports, Grishnok traveled to Euronymous's apartment in Oslo, Norway, where an argument broke out, ending in Grishnok stabbing Euronymous to death. 23 times, according to the coroner's report, including two to the head, five to the neck, and 16 to the back. Euronymous was only 25 years old. Count Grishnok claimed Euronymous was plotting to lure him in in an effort to abduct him, torture him while videotaping the whole thing. He also claimed many of the lacerations on Euronymous's body were caused by broken glass, but the authorities weren't buying any of it. Within days of the incident, police arrested Varg Vikarnas, a.k.a. Count Grishnok, sentencing him to 21 years in prison, the maximum allowed by Norwegian law. He was later released in 2009. During the attack on Euronymous, Blackthorn was waiting downstairs and was subsequently charged as an accomplice, sentenced to eight years in prison. Now, since then, the band has been a revolving door of members, but the band is still very much alive, so to speak. Following the release of their infamous Dawn of the Black Hearts live bootleg, Mayhem released a total of six studio albums, including 2019's Demon. And just last year, the band launched a U.S. tour, which continues through April 3rd, 2023. And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday story, episode number 91, The Mayhem Murder. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.